I just am here to encourage you. I prayed hard because I wanted something that, that Lindy and Eli could remember, but I prayed hard because I needed something that you needed to remember as well. And it, was, it became very clear that this morning I needed to remind you we need to get dressed for battle. It is time to get dressed for battle because we are in a spiritual battle. We can't see the unseen forces of wickedness and evil, but they are fighting hard. Evil surrounds us, and it is time for us, I keep saying this, but it is time for us to step up our game. It is time for us to fight in the spiritual realm, fight the battle. So today I want us to go to a familiar passage for some of you, Ephesians 6, and I want to give you a little bit of background Paul wrote this, if you think of first century in the, in the Roman Empire, Rome was the biggest city and Ephesus was the second largest city, about 250,000 people. It was the center of trade in that area. It was a hopping place. There was a lot going on there. And so Paul used, I think, a very fitting example. He used a military example because there was a very powerful military presence in Ephesus at that time. So I want you to imagine, and then as I go through the, the, how we're going to be dressed for battle, we'll have an image to, to take with us. But I want you to, to open your hearts to how God is, is reminding you of how you need to live your life spiritually. Ephesians 6, starting with the 10th verse. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. Get dressed so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, get dressed. Put on your full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, and that is every day. Did you hear me? When the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground And after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert, or I'll say be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit desires, and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, let's look at this military image of how we need to get dressed for battle. This is one of my favorites, and it takes us through each part. We're going to start with the the belt of truth. You have to understand that in those times, the military personnel always wore their their belt, period. 
Even if they didn't put on the full armor, they wore their belt. The belt of truth, you know this. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. When we choose to live a life following this example of Jesus Christ, when we are humbled before him, we will be able to do amazing things. Philippians 4.13 comes to mind. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It is not anything I want to do all things. It's whatever Jesus calls me to do, I can do through the power of the Holy Spirit within me. Jesus is our truth. We need to get dressed for battle by wearing that and acknowledging every single day that Jesus is Lord and Savior of our lives. You need to speak it out loud over your life, over the lives of your children. Jesus is Lord and Savior of my life. I am covered by the blood of the Lamb, and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am serious about this. You need to speak it. You need to speak life and claim it fully. Because you see, we are in battle. Satan, the enemy, the devil, whatever you want to call him, Scripture says he is the accuser of the brethren. He is a liar. And Scripture says... His intent fully is to steal, to kill, and destroy. Now you have to understand that we are in a battle. Like scripture said, it's not human to human battle. It is, it is far worse than that. It is a spiritual battle. And we are called to get dressed. Secondly, look at that breastplate of righteousness. You've heard me talk about this before. The righteousness is our identity. Who and whose we are in Jesus Christ. It is a way of being that comes only to us through the atoning blood of Jesus Christ our Lord. We don't earn our righteousness. It is nothing we can do. Because then it turns into self-righteousness. But righteousness is our identity in Jesus Christ. It is our protection and our confidence. That's how we can stand firm, even in the midst of the fire, knowing that Jesus is our Lord. Jesus is our Savior. We need to claim fully that confidence We need to claim fully that we are children of God. We are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ and we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. You see, I don't believe we're active enough in this claiming who and whose we are. Get dressed for battle. You know, the the breastplate for the military guys was to protect the vital organs We need to protect our heart. Scripture says, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Guard your heart. Don't let uh, lies be spoken into you. You claim fully who and whose you are in Jesus Christ. We also need to allow our heart to be soft and pliable, permeable, moldable. Jesus needs to be the Lord of our heart. Stop holding parts of your heart for yourself because Jesus asks you to give it all to him so that he can continue to mold it and to shape it into his image and his will, his direction, his guidance for your life. Then we put on those shoes, shoes fitted with readiness. Are you ready? 
readiness for the gospel of peace. You have to understand that back in the first century, those shoes, those sandals had nails or, or spikes in the bottom so that they could stand firm when they were fighting, when they were climbing up, up the hills and the mountains, when they were in battle, they would dig their feet down in the ground. That's how we are called to stand. Do you have your shoes on? Are you ready for battle? Scripture says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. How and when are you being called to share the stories of your faith? It doesn't have to be this this big fancy testimony. It needs to be every single day. Pray that God will open up opportunities for you to have a conversation with somebody, somebody who will need to hear what Jesus is doing in your life. Be ready to serve him. Be ready to tell his story. Stand firm in Jesus Christ and be a peacemaker. Be a peacemaker. Pray that others would see, that you would see others the way God sees them. Pray that you would have eyes to see the needs and the pain of others. Pray that you would have the ears to hear how God is leading you, but also what people are telling you or perhaps not telling you. Get dressed for battle. Then comes that big shield of faith. Now this one, I don't know how big it looks to you, but, but I'm told that, that in the day, in first century, those shields were at least two and a half feet tall so that they could truly crouch down and protect their entire body behind that shield of faith. They were most often made of wood, so they were big and heavy and solid. They were covered with metal or covered with leather. Their faith, our faith is our protection. I believe that our faith has to be activated. We have to put it into action. We've got to do something with our faith. We need to say, I believe, oh God, help my unbelief. You see, Paul tells us in Hebrews that faith is being sure of what we don't, being sure of what we hope for. Being sure. What are your hopes? What are your dreams? Where do you feel God calling you? Where do you feel that God is leading you? Being sure in the confidence that you have in Christ Jesus our Lord. Being sure of what you don't see. Jesus said, oh, to his disciples, oh, ye of little faith, if you just have this, the faith of a seed of a mustard, mustard seed, teeny tiny, a, pin, a pinpoint, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. You can say, move from here to there, and it'll move. We need to activate our faith. We need to claim who we are in Jesus Christ and what he is calling us to do we got to move. we got to act. And that, that shield of faith will extinguish all the fiery darts, the arrows of the enemy. And let me tell you, you and I are hit by those arrows every single day. And some of you are being overcome by them. Those arrows of the enemy are the lies, the misunderstandings, the, the doubts, the fears, the anxiety, the oppression that comes. 
the feeling less than, the spirit of comparison. Oh, I'll never be good enough. Oh, she, he's always doing that better than I am. It's where the bullying comes in and you start to believe the lies that aren't true. Those are the arrows that are hit at us all the time. And it's only through our shield of faith, through that, that I keep telling you, I am a beloved child of God. I am covered by the blood of the Lamb. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. When you speak that, when you speak the name of Jesus, Satan has to go. So would you start talking and saying the name of Jesus around your house, around your workplace, claim your territory. We're letting the accuser get by with stuff that shouldn't be happening. We are not getting dressed for battle, and it's time we step it up. Start praying that the Holy Spirit would would let you identify the lies of the enemy, that the Holy Spirit would convict you of the things that you are just letting slide. Let the Holy Spirit convict you of the sins that you are involved in that need to be confessed. Get dressed for battle. And then there's that helmet of salvation. We profess Jesus and the cross as our salvation. He lived He died and he rose again. And that is why we have the strength and the hope to keep on keeping on. Our authority and our power comes from Jesus. Scripture says don't be conformed by the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You and I have control of the thoughts that enter. You and I have control of our minds, and some of us have just let it go. We need to get dressed for battle. We need to fully claim the blood of Jesus. We need to know. We need to pray for the discerning of spirits so we know what's coming in. We need to be able to identify those lies and those negative voices that bombard our minds all the time. And we need to be able to say to Satan and his demons, I see you. Get thee behind me. Some of you are looking at me like I have gone crazy. (laughs) This is real. This is real. And more than ever before, we as the body of Christ need to get prepared for battle. And this isn't just a one-time thing. Oh, every so many years the preacher will preach a a sermon on evil. No. (laughs) This is an every morning before I go out of, get out of bed, I claim who and whose I am. Claim your territory. Fight your battles. Don't let the enemy get a foothold. So there. (laughs) (laughs) and finally the sword of the spirit I never grew up in a church that had sword drills I wish I did because some of you who had to be a part of those sword drills know your bible a lot more uh, than I do but the sword of the spirit this is how we fight the enemy It's living, the word of God, I think of you, Bill, every time I I say this. The word of God is living and active and sharper than a double-edged sword. Go to Luke 4 in your Bible. Go to Luke 4, pull it up on your phone, whatever you need to do. 
I want to give you the example of our Lord and Savior. Luke 4, Satan, God allowed Satan to take Jesus out into the desert. He had been fasting. He was in the wilderness, in the desert for 40 days. He was hungry. And, and Satan did a big-time temptation, three different times on him. But I want you to understand that he um, fought, Jesus fought back, by using the Word of God. That's why we need to pray on the Word of God. That's why we need to meditate on the Word of God. That's why we need to have it in our minds and our hearts so that when we recognize the voice of the enemy, we can come at it with the sword of the Spirit. The devil said to Jesus, if, if you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread And Jesus answered straight from the word, it is written, man does not live by bread alone. Did you hear him? Jesus didn't get into an argument. Jesus didn't say, oh, let me defend myself. All he said was a quote from scripture. Secondly, the devil led Jesus up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, Hey, Jesus, I will give you all their authority and splendor, for it's been given to me. I can give it to anyone I want to. So if you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple Satan says, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it's written, God will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They'll lift you high in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Did you hear that Satan even quoted scripture? You got to have your armor on. Jesus answered, it says, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, some scholars say this was every temptation known to us humans. Three major ones were recorded here. The basic needs, the control and the worship, and how to, uh, the need to prove and defend and justify ourselves. But many scholars say during this time of temptation, Jesus was tempted with everything that we go through. He knows us, my friends. He knows us. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until the next opportune time. Some, some translations say until the next opportunity. We got to get dressed for battle. We have to. We have to. We must Meditate on the word of God. We need to find some scripture that permeates that we know immediately, just like Jesus. Because I believe some of us are, we're too busy trying to defend ourselves. And we're getting caught up in the details. And that's exactly where the enemy wants us. Instead, give him a word of scripture. That's all he needs. You speak the name of Jesus and he flees. You proclaim that you are covered by the blood of Jesus 
and Satan has to go. Our weapons, the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus, we've got to use them because the battle is getting fierce. It's time to get dressed. It's time to get dressed for battle. Let's pray. God, forgive us. Forgive us for becoming lazy, for becoming complacent, for not fighting with the weapons that you have already given us. Forgive us. Help us to fight. Help us to see in our lives where we need to step up our game. Help us. Show us. Show us the lies. Let us hear the lies. Let us discern the lies. Let us hear and see and feel those arrows of the enemy. Let us identify them so we can put a stop to them in the name of Jesus. God, we need you. We want to be strong. We want to be your warriors. You are the God of angel armies. So we stand firm on who and whose we are. Empower us, I pray, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.